What's happening, folks? I am Alicia Henley, a.k.a. The Smooth Factor. Welcome to my crash pad. This is a podcast for technologists, creatives, and my techie trust. On it, we'll be going behind the scenes and looking at some of the latest technologies that drives incredible experiences. And of course, we'll have open discussion on the challenges, success, and the designs of these spaces. So without further ado, let's hop into this week's episode. Telling the stories of the greats is never an easy task, but new era technology was hand-selected to integrate a vision that memorializes moments of Dr. Martin Luther King's life at the Columbus Metropolitan Library. The library was seeking different ways to renovate and modernize a branch dedicated to Martin Luther King. One of the main focal points was projection onto the facade of the library. So today, I have Cody Ramy of New Era Technology hanging out with me in my crash pad to tell us what all went into bringing such a powerful project to life. And I'm, I'm super excited to have the New Era team on and have you here, Cody, talking about this project. Uh, my buddy Chris, he posted it on LinkedIn and I was like, is that a museum? Uh, you know, what actually is this project. So thank you. Uh, and, and welcome to my crash pad to talk about all the cool things you're doing. Yes, absolutely. So thank you for having us, of course. Absolutely. Let's start at a high level because I'm on all my episodes. I'm like this video that I saw or, you know, this picture that I saw. Let's start at a high level and assume everybody didn't see the picture or a case study. Let's talk about what's happening at the library from a high level and walk us through what's going on there. Sure. So kind of the the big overview, uh, it's a big east facing asymmetrical glass wall. So and it's kind of angled down towards the street a little bit. So you kind of almost have that, even if it didn't have any imagery on it, you have that like imposing kind of coming down on you. So when you're you're going by it nearby or if you're walking up to it, you know, out from the east coming towards it. um, And it's kind of like where you would come into the city if you're in that part of the neighborhood, uh, you're going to see it. It's very, it's almost stark because it's very modern. The whole building is. Um, and that, that was kind of the idea. That's kind of the style of the architect too. And we can talk about him a little bit more later, but uh, very, you know, very, it, it sticks out, you know, in a good way. So when you come up on it, uh, that big asymmetrical kind of triangular glass wall that faces the east uh, direction is going to be the projection surface. Okay. So on there, you know, we initially, when we thought about using kind of that whole window wall for the image, uh, and that was actually the original rendering that the architect did. Uh, But, you know, talking about it, it was really going to be, I think, just a little too noisy in the end. We were all in agreement about that. Just we wanted really to focus everything, just kind of really tighten it up and really make it as high impact as it could be. So we went to, you know, you can see in the pictures, we went to that, the asymmetrical kind of right where it meets, almost like a shield, yeah, you know, kind of the surface of, yeah, kind of like a Pentagon. Yeah. Um, and really it's roughly, you know, it's kind of hard to tell unless you put, and you see a, someone walking by it, but it's about 20 by 20, 20 feet by 20 feet, mm-hmm. the image size at the end of the day. Um, and really what it is, is we have kind of almost like vignettes. It's like the, some of the most iconic MLK Jr. images they run on a slideshow um, and it's just it looks super cool it's very bold you know it sticks out it's one of those things where you just don't see it really a lot of places and and it, it really just kind of it just came out of you know an idea it's like hey I got this idea 
you know, what do you think? Uh, and it was just, it was a really cool thing. We, we want to be a part of from the beginning. We were really involved from the beginning. We were already in the project. Uh, we partnered with, with the Metropolitan Library of Columbus a lot. And we were already there doing technology, you know, of course, before it started. And, um, and this was just really, it was kind of like an add-on thing that they wanted to do as, as part of that project. So very cool, uh, very, you know, very bold. It sticks out. And due to that, you know, do that angle like I'm talking about when that slideshow is running, when all those images are coming up, I mean, it just really, it, it just gets you, you know, it really sticks out in a, in a great way. Definitely. And before you said you've partnered with the library, you know, beforehand, but this building, did it actually exist or was it created within the whole trying to modernize that whole entire space? Yeah, no, you're you're exactly right. So this there was the the existing MLK library was nearby. Uh, and that was, you know, just something where this was part of the what CML called is the 2020 plan. And now we're, we're kind of getting beyond that. But it was their big their big push to modernize certain spaces and expand the outreach and build and build new buildings. And of course, MLK, uh, the branch was was going to be one of the big ones, one of the real important ones. And I think, and this was even after we started talking about hooking up for this, uh, I saw the architect doing a TEDx talk uh, for the King Lincoln district. And he was kind of, it was real short. It was about design and, you know, how design is supposed to serve everyone and, and specifically outreach to really specifically this community. And the Columbus was the first city in the nation to do an MLK library. Now they're everywhere now. Columbus was the very first one. I'd probably, I'd say I could take his word for it. I mean, I'd probably go and check on it. Um, but just with them doing this building, I'm sure he's done tons of research, um, you know, and, and the diversity of that firm, I'm sure he fact-checked himself. And uh, it's a real interesting fact. I had no idea. So Columbus being the very, Columbus, Ohio being the very first MLK branch, uh, just just really cool. Just kind of all those all those things lining up, you know? Yeah. Columbus has done some, like, I feel like that city is really, I don't know. They have something stirring in that pot. Like it's something like innovative and artsy and powerful yeah. happening in that city. Um, I've seen quite a few jobs that have happened like within the last five years and I'm like, yo, they're so, they're so forward thinking. Right. Um, but it's a, it's a great place to have a project like this and especially uh, have such a powerful story. Yeah. So we, we talked about this shield looking kind of facade. But now, now that we, you know, you got with the architects, you knew that it was going to be glass. Why projection? <laughs> uh, we looked at a couple different things in order to do it. Mm -hmm. Doing a direct view video wall, we did estimates for that, and it was massively expensive. And, and that's just, and that even would be something where, you know, somebody, it would just, it would just wouldn't be hardly anybody would do that. So projection is still, you know, if you can do it right, there's been so many advances. Yeah, there's been so many advances in it. It still can give you rich imaging. It can make it soft. It's almost like something like a video wall on the interior, even the exterior. It almost like it would have been too crispy, like too sharp. Yeah, I get you. Know? you. So after we worked through a lot of the issues, and they just kept popping up. Of course. As we, as we keep going through it, you know, and we think we got it figured out, and then something else, bang, you know. Um, it just it made sense. It ended up being actually really affordable in the long run. It was something to where now with projection with, you know, being LED engines, 
rather than being lamp projectors, it was something where we could really put it in a space and inside the library, getting a little more technical inside the library, that whole space is unconditioned. Yeah. And that was something that was going to be a really, you know, it was a big concern at first because we wanted to make sure it was almost like you got, you know, you guys got to add HVAC to this area. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to do these things. And it was like, well, you know what, let's just stick with an LED, uh, an LED. We might end up, I think we did a DLP projector, but it was, you know, it was lampless. Yeah. And yeah, it just made, it made, uh, it made sense at the end of the day, it gave us softer image quality, which was better for this particular scenario. It let us put it where we wanted to. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's like we ran the, you know, the video extender to it. Uh, and it, we had power there and it just worked out good. So I think it was just the right choice. You know, at everything we looked at, it just ended up being the right thing. It's where we started. And it was like yeah. through all these different scenarios. And then at the end of the day, we still came back to it. So it was, it was just kind of right, you know, kind of just knew it like right out of the gate. And I, I love that, right? Because sometimes, well, a lot of the times when I was an end user, people would just come out and be like, hey, you should buy this because it's the latest, greatest technology, right? <laughs> and direct view LED didn't really work within the situation. Yeah. A projector within this space was more than good enough, right? Oh, so yeah, it's great. to the point where you have to think about, okay, just because you have the latest, greatest in technology doesn't mean that piece of technology is what helps tell the story. And that's really what it's about. Yeah. So. That's why I was like, okay, this is not a direct view LED. This is like an LED wall. What is this? And I was like, projection. Projection is going to be so huge. I mean, it's going to continue to grow with projection mapping and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, obviously it was a win-win on this project because it looks great, even in pictures in broad daylight. Yeah. So that was something too where, you know, we're telling them we're working with the I mean, we work with them close anyway. I mean, this was like, we're talking about it every day. They're coming to our shop. We're setting up the demo. Yeah. Uh, we're like, you know, the architect is making mock-ups and this is what it's going to look like and all these things. I mean, it was a lot of involvement just to make sure everyone's comfortable with it because you just don't see it. I mean, you see it on, you know, yeah. you see it on TV ads and you see it right. on these these things that are like, you know, that are not normal. It's 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 abnormal. You just don't see it. And everyone was real, you know, kind of nervous about it. And it was just getting more and more comfortable with it the whole time, you know, and, you know, and getting into it to where, you know, it starts really, me and Brittany were talking about this. It's like, you don't, when you first started doing it, it was like, you know, how did it feel at first? And I was like, you just not, you're not in it yet. You know, you're not in the feeling of it yet. You're not emotional about it yet. You're technical about it. You're kind of cold about it. And then the more, you know, the closer you get to it is like, man, that's like, that's really powerful stuff, you know? And, and that's, yeah, that's what I told, that's what I told Brittany too. And I was basically telling her the effect of this show, like, you know, technology is great, but honestly, it's the supporting cast to, yeah. to this overall story that our end users are trying to tell. And if we can like reverse engineer this thing and focus on the story, then that's where it's super valuable because you don't go in there like, Hey, you need a direct view led. You go in there with a different perspective of how, of how the story needs to be conveyed across the globe. And that's, that's what it's about. So when you, when you see this project, it's just like, okay, this really cool facade and the projection and you see Dr. King's face and it's just, Oh my gosh, this is beautiful. And that, that grabs your attention right away. So what, Walk inside. What's happening there? Sure, sure. To go back to your point too, that's a great point. I want to touch on. 
I thought about it once and you, you said it again. And I'm like, oh, I need to go back to that. You know, as an integrator, I think anybody who's a good integrator, you know, you don't, to me, you don't go in there and you're talking about, we can do these things with technical pieces of equipment. It's like when I go and do a survey and I think anybody, you know, worth their salt, this is how, this is, this is, I think what you want to go in. You know, you don't want the end user thinking about the equipment. You want them thinking about how they're going to use it. You want that vision. And that's when we go in and anything, especially like this, and even down to conference rooms, it's like, you know, what are we trying to do here? We're not trying to just sell equipment. Like we're trying to help them communicate. We're trying to fulfill a vision. So it's like when I go in somewhere and talk about it, really at first, it's like, tell me what you're thinking. Like, how do you see using this room? Like, don't, let's not talk about gear. Let's talk about the vision. Let's talk about what you want to do at the end of the day. Because what I want to do is I don't want you to think about any of that. I'm going right. to get back. I'm going to get geeky with it. And then I'm going to bring it back and it's going to do exactly what you want. And I want right. it to be a tool. I want this to be, you know, like this. I want this to be an art installation. I want this to be something that, that you're not going to have to think about. I want this to be a, a piece of technology that, like you're saying, is a supporting cast to what the vision was, what the goal was, what the actions are. You know, so it, that's that's a great that's a great point I wanted to touch on. There, there's nothing more powerful than seeing great audio and visuals, yeah, truly integrated, yeah, into like a powerful space like this, yeah, and it lives it lives within the story. Mm-hmm. It's not like oh, that's a cool. TV and that's a cool video wall, right? Right. Right. When it lives and breathes together, Mm -hmm. that's when it's tremendously just a powerful project. And that's why I knew we had to have you guys on to talk about this. I I immediately got excited. Yeah. And that and that too is it's almost like when you get into that, when it really hits you, you know, it's like that's why it's such a disruptive thing when like a glitch happens, you know. You're like, I was, you know, I was, you know, that song was great that they were doing that show was great. And then there's, I don't know, something happened where it got, you know, there was somewhere that stopped the show. There's something where they had to stop and reset something. And it's like that sticks with you so hard, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like you want, you want that continuity. You want that vibe. You want that feeling. You always, you know, that's, it's just something great. So that's that vibe. The fact that you said that vibe, you get it. You get it. (laughs) It's a musician thing, right? Yeah, you got a vibe. That's but it. yes. So inside but, the building. Yes, inside the building. Yeah. So we do, we kind of almost have like a standard set of technology we put in, in a lot of these buildings now. And then we've really worked closely with them to kind of develop, hey, what are these things that we want to be part of the experience at the library? What are the, again, just going back to that, you know, what's the kind of feel we want when we go in the building? What, what things are cool that we want to be able to interact with yeah. that, aren't going to take away from the experience, going to add to everything we're doing there. So, you know, most of the libraries at this point, there's going to be those standard devices. One really cool thing that was actually their idea that we just really needed to supply the back end for was they wanted to use interactive signage everywhere. Most people, yeah, most people shy away from it because you have to develop that content and it has to be interactive content. You know, it has to be something that, is it really is really geared toward that so they have a great marketing team they have a great content development team they had no problem doing that so it's like we have these 70 inch interactive all the 70 inch interactive signage everywhere that's that's wayfinding the event schedule they got their twitter crawls they have all their social up 
Uh, and they, and it's all, Hey, you can learn about the mission. You can learn about the history. You could, when the 2020 plan you know, before when it was 2020 and before you could, you could see all that. So that, that was a super cool thing. That was actually, I thought very unique because a lot of people want to do it. And a lot of people will, they'll do that initial, that investment. We got content, we got the signage. Cool. And it's like, you, people don't go back and update it. So that's something, oh, yeah. you know, that's something you always have to maintain is like you have to go back and keep that content fresh. Um, and you know, people love, people are so comfortable with touch now as you know, yeah. people walk up to stuff and touch it. And if it's not touch, it's like, what's this crap about, you know, like this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you expect it. Like even laptops now, like uh, yeah. I legit always expect it to be a touchscreen. I'm like, dude, your your touch your, your laptop doesn't have a touchscreen. What what do you got here? You yeah, know, my, you, my kids is like it's not touch. I'm like, dude, not everything's touch, man. Touch is a new thing. Like touch devices yeah. are a new thing, you know. Um, and I, and I'm happy that touch is not being shied away from, especially yeah. after the whole COVID thing. I was reading a um, I was reading a blog about that today. Like the CDC is kind of telling people, you know, not to worry about touchscreens type of deal. Um, of course, it's still our responsibility to keep them clean. Like, yeah. do your do your part, right? But at the end of the day, don't shy away from it because when we, when we are in a true post-COVID world, people are going to want to be out immersive and interactive. Like, you can't half-step there because we've been trapped in for so long. We want to get out and do cool things. <laughs> that's a great point. That's that's, And I keep saying the same thing. is like, you know, people want to be around people. People love people. I love people. That's why I started yeah. doing sales, and I've done it since I was man, 17 when I was doing music retail. Uh, yeah. And now I'm 38. So it's one of those things that's like, you know, some people like the technology, the job, and I like that, but it's like the people. It's like, I love people. I want to see people. I want to go meet with people and have lunch with people and do the surveys with people. So that's a great point. You know, that it's kind of like, like not a lot of people say that, like you're talking about is like, it, there's, it's going to get to a point where people are going to be going out again. Even if we do remote work, people are going to leave the house after that and go and be out, you know, and enjoy exactly. the company and want to go to shows again and want to go to the library again and do all those things. Right. So, so that, that's, that's a great point. Yeah. Let's just wipe off the displays in the meantime. Yeah, exactly. You know, do, do your part <laughs> and, and just keep it pushing. Um, yeah. Cause I think it's going to be extremely valuable and exciting yeah. when we get back out. Right. Yeah. Cause when I, when I, when I get back to traveling and get vaccinated, I don't want to go to these places that I've had on, on my show. Right. I want to go see this, this library. For myself, yes, um, and and it's just important to, you know, do our part, yeah. you know, stay ahead of the curve because we are going to be in a post-pandemic yeah. uh, version of the world. We're going to get there, hopefully sooner than later, but we yes. will get there. Yeah. Um, and, and before we wrap wrap up, Cody, this is this is one big question that I had because when I when I saw this picture, I was like, wow, it, it was like right right before Black History Month. Yeah, and um, you know. 2020 was a year of a lot of conversations yeah. and, and to be in a, involved in a project you know, with, with Dr. King alone, like by itself, whether, you know, whether all the conversations were being had or not, anything with Dr. King is, is a, is a powerful, uh, powerful place and a powerful statement right off the bat. You yeah. see his face and it's just like goosebumps and yeah, power. Definitely. Like you get, you get all these emotions, right? Mm -hmm. So what did it mean to to the new era team to to be able to help tell the story behind such a powerful legacy and also be a part of keeping, you know, that that piece of history alive for him? Yeah. 
That's a big question, right? I, I know it's a huge question, but I, I had to ask it because I was sure. like, man, this is this is this is this yeah. is exciting. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, you didn't shy away from it, right? No, you you embraced no. it. Of course. Um, you know, like I was talking about earlier, you know, when they pull you in at the beginning, it's such a technical discussion that you don't really think about it. And, you know, we didn't even get to see the rendering until a little bit later to kind of get the ideas. You know, it was almost like a few, four or five phone calls, you know, talking with the library and just kind of getting, getting the vision down, you know, and then it was like, okay, let's all meet up. You know, we met at the architect's office. Okay. Let out the rendering. And it was like, when you see it, that first time is like, that's really what gave you the spark. You know, it was me, the lead engineer, uh, Jonathan Moody, uh, the crew from the library, Jonathan Moody's assistant. So, you know, it, the closer we get to it, and especially, you know, once we got to the demo, you know, we were all kind of getting it set up that day. We met out there early. It was overcast. It was kind of cold and windy. And we were setting it up. Uh, you know, it's still under construction. It's like someone, you know, hey, get a line, get a two, get a two hundred eight volt line over here so we can plug this projector in and start getting an ID. You know, see what it looks like. Yeah. And you know, we're across the street. I'm on the phone, like talking to the project manager inside. It was just me and him. There was no technicians on site at the time. It was just me and him. And he's he's a technical theater major. He just so happens he has his master's in project management too. So he does lighting design and uh project management for us so he's inside i'm talking to him i'm like you know we got just kind of like the grid up you know a color sample up you can't see anything yet we didn't have it like cut out to fit yet we didn't have that the license installed on on the software to do it yet and um you know i'm like okay it looks pretty good you know fire it up and then you know the the slideshow starts playing and man i'm telling you it like you know this is in like downtown downtown Columbus, busy. There's a hospital right here. Um, it just kind of like, you know, it gets quiet. You know, the construction team, it was us. It was, it, it was people, uh, you know, a, a whole group of people. And, you know, it just really just, it just gets you right then. That's when it really was like, man, like that, that really like penetrated, that really came through, that really resonated huge, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, um, it was just, you know, we just had the one slide up there and it was just going for a while. just, just that one slide going. I was like, you know, it's like, okay, like that looks great. You know, I was like, what do you say? You know, you can compete with that. It's like, everyone's just going to shut up for a while. And, um, you know, people are stopping on the street. Alicia, people are stopping on the street in the middle, you know, not a little bit removed from downtown, a couple blocks from downtown, you know, yeah. giving thumbs up, you know, trying to yell out the window um, it was just super cool. And, you know, we didn't even have, it wasn't even like close to being like the finished product yet. It was, you know, the building was getting built. Yeah. They didn't have any of the glazing up to hold the windows in, you know, there it's, it was really just to see it right then, you know, it was like, yeah. it was huge, you know, it was huge and something that we're super proud of. Uh, you know, the lead engineer was involved. It was just, everybody was so into it, you know, everybody was so into it, especially after that, that it was just, it was massive. It was just, it was larger than life. You know, you just, especially to see that image, Martin Luther King Jr. The third came out for the dedication. The architect Moody Nolan is the, is the largest African-American firm in the country. Uh, They're, they're worldwide, but of course they're, you know, their biggest plant is here Jonathan Moody is the second generation owner. 
uh, you know, going back and reading interviews, you know, with his dad talking about how difficult it was to get it started, you know, and just hearing about that kind of stuff where it was just like, you know, they didn't trust us, you know, because we're black. They had a question about the quality of the work just because of, you know, of who we are, not because of our of our record or, or the talent or skill. But, you know, they're they're a huge firm now. They're a big firm. They're awesome. So not only were you building a piece of or, or re, you know, pushing the power behind the history of Dr. King, you were also building up another piece of history with a with a, a black owned architect. And then you have this just this crazy image and storytelling all through the library. Uh, and I, I got emotional when you were telling that story about, yeah. you know, turning it on for the first time and it just getting quiet. Because that's what I imagined when I saw it. I was like, man, I wonder how it was to be there opening night. And just and then that just comes on, you know, like I, I get goose like I legit have goosebumps right now thinking, thinking about it. So being a part of that is it is extremely powerful. So thanks, Cody, for taking the time out to come and chat with me about this about this project. Not only is it cool, it's impactful and it's powerful, and it's beautifully designed. Like it's it's all of this greatness packed <laughs> packed into one excellent venue. So um, all right. All right. I like I got to come down and bring my, bring my excitement down. But this is this is what I geek out on. Right. Like, don't get me wrong. I can get out there and talk tech specs with the best of them. But this the, the experience is it's what it's about. Absolutely. Thank you very much. And Alicia, when you come, when you get out and come to town, just let me know. And then that way I can meet you. We can do lunch. We can do whatever. So we can get uh, we can do whatever when you're in town. Oh, I would love that. I'm, I'm all about lunch. I'm all about uh, the, the MLK library and I'm all about hanging out because, like I said, it's all about people. And the further we connect, the, the, the better work we can do together and just make little changes in the world that we want to see. So I appreciate you getting through to me. Absolutely. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. If you're excited to be a part of my techie tribe, make sure you download, subscribe and review this podcast. And remember to stay creative and keep it techie. Peace.